When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the King of All Kings Podcast. Street Vibes. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Back here on the Vibes. J Street Vibes. You know, you everything you need to know. Sacramento Kings basketball. Um, before I get into what I wanted to talk about uh, with the Sacramento Kings, I want to double back. I want to spin the block a little bit with De'Aaron Fox in, in a positive. Obviously, he had a good game. 22 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. He did his thing. But he got 9 free throws tonight. And not only did he get 9 free throws, he made 8 of them. So, those are positives. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's around 80 for the season. And that's always been my thing. Is like, he's too good of a player to be shooting 68, 70% from the line. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and you can't you can't be complaining and wanting to get more free throws and then not making them. <laughs> this is fine. And in a game like this, he actually his offense got going from the free throw line because in the first half, it's like one of four, but he had like eight free throws. Mm. Mm. And that kind of kept him, you know, that kept helped keep them in the game until he got rolling. Oh, yeah, by the way, from the lap, I think the Knicks had won eight in a row. They lost tonight, so. Yeah, Toronto got him. Pascal Siakam went crazy. I think he had like 43 or something 52. Like that. 52 yeah. pickup in the guard. You said he had 52? 52. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, my goodness. You know, that's what it takes to beat the Knicks these days. You know, you just can't <laughs> beat the Knicks, you know, with a regular effort, you know. <laughs> right. You need something extraordinary. But, yeah, shout out to De'Aaron, man. Um, Jason will pay your fine. Uh, for, oh. for <laughs> Jason, who <laughs> Jason Collins? I don't know. Jason Collins, you know, um, one of the things that we talked about a lot on um, on D'Lo and KC the last two days was after the Hornets game, Mike Brown had made a comment, um, talking about you know uh, how he needed a backup center, like he needed somebody to step up, and, and obviously, judging by the playing time, Metsu wasn't getting it done. Rashawn Holmes wasn't getting it done. Namias Kata was starting to get an opportunity. And he was talking about, like, I can't play Sabonis 40 minutes a night every night. I need somebody that can come in there and, and give quality minutes and play quality defense and not foul and things of that nature. And, you know, I thought personally it was a bit of a quick hook for Metsu. You know, I thought Metsu would play really, really well um, for, like, 15 straight games. And then he had two or three bad games, and now he's out of the rotation. And I was like, man, that seems like a little bit of a quick hook. Rashawn Holmes really didn't get an opportunity as well. And they went to Kata the last couple of games, and I didn't see much from him. Tonight he showed something. Tonight he balled out. 
five or five from the field. Obviously, you know, when you're perfect in the field like that, you're going to stand out. He had a nice little alley-oop. But 10 points, I think he had three – where is it at? He had three three rebounds in 10 minutes of play. Um, Namias Keita, I'm intrigued by his game. I don't know if he's ready. I kind of feel like he needs a little more time in Stockton. But there's an opportunity for him. And if Coach Brown is talking about, I need minutes, I need backup center minutes, and the people on the roster aren't giving, giving him what he's looking for, here's an opportunity for, for Kata to be with the big club consistently and get consistent minutes. Yeah, and you're talking about – you're not talking about 25 minutes a night. You're talking about just five minutes a half, mm. five, six minutes spurts. And if, you know, you can throw him lobs – you know, depending on which teams you're playing, you know, he's got, you know, his size can't hurt. You know, I, I thought they might have gone with someone more like a Metu tonight just because you, you, you didn't have AD. So you didn't necessarily need that big guy out there, but they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I mean, tonight's a great game to give him some run. You know, yeah. you, it's not going to be a, you know, a lot of pressure filled moments for him. You know, you know, uh, Malik out there finding him for lobs, you know. And a lot of times, I think the best way to bring a young guy along, along is in these type of situations, you know, five minutes here, get him out there, let him have some success, get him out before he's out there too long and gets exposed. Right. You know, so, I mean, and one thing about the King, even with Sabonis, they're not, he's not a lengthy center. So, mm-hmm. Kata gives you some uh, length, some size. And, I mean, it can't hurt. I mean, it's clear they don't, have, you know, that they don't have faith in Rashawn. You know, they're not, you know, they're not going, you know, they're not going to a situation where you play another big and get, you know, go back to KZ or something like that. So I figured why not? It can't hurt. Yeah. You know, you know, you did, you did draft a guy a couple of years ago. See what you got with him. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was not, I, I wasn't blown away by the way he had played up until tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I said I said this on the show. You know, I think people thought I was saying like he played bad. I didn't think he played bad. You know, I didn't. He'd been just out there like he hadn't shown me anything positive, but he hadn't taken any anything off the table as well. Mm-hmm. Tonight was the first time I felt his impact on the floor, and just you know, you look at the the guy as a project. You know, it's a big old guy. He's kind of athletic. You know, he was a really good shot blocker in college. These are a lot of the things that the Kings are looking for in a backup yeah. center. And if he can develop to the point where, like you said, he can give you 10 to 15 minutes a night and really not take off the table when Sabonis is out there, not have it where the team is falling, you know, uh, they're giving up a, a 11-2 run or something while he's out there. If he can just be out there and keep it steady for when Sabonis gets back in there, I mean, that's all you can really ask for. And I feel like he's capable of that. Yeah, and they got that's one thing they got to figure out as they get through the rest of the season. Just that, how do you fill those 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 non Sabonis minutes? And you know, I mean, at this rate, if they didn't like Kata, you know, eventually do you dust off Alex Lynn? Mm, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you, me, me and Damian talk about it all the time. I don't know why they're not giving Dwight Howard a call. I really don't. The guy's in Taiwan right now. Give him uh, a call. You don't even have to I trade think- nobody. Yeah, I think part of that is just sometimes the guy's rep, even if it wasn't really real. I don't know. I mean, I don't think Dwight could hurt them. I mean, 
if, if, you're, if you're talking about being a playoff team this year, that's what makes the kind of using a guy like Kata kind of tricky because mm-hmm. he's he's clearly not, you know, rotation ready like a veteran would be. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to use the veterans you have. I mean, Alex Lynn's a veteran. You know, I know he's been he, he had the illness recently or whatever. But, you know, Rashawn Holmes signed a nice contract a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You're not using him. You know, you're not using, you know, it's a it's a weird thing. I really would love to get more into and wonder what exactly Rashawn Holmes would have to do <laughs> to stay on the court. Because, I, I mean, the previous coaching staff and other staffs have all said that if Rashawn Holmes is your backup center, you probably got a good team. Yeah, that's what I always thought about him as well. Yeah, and it just seems, you know, odd that he can't. I, I, I just really would love to hear more about. Maybe I'll, I'll look into that. You know, just kind of what would he have to do to be able to stay on the floor? Mm-hmm. Just because I think you talk about this, you know, 10, 12, 15 minutes of energy, hustle, you know, switchability on defense, you know, maybe he could score a little bit. Mm-hmm. You would think Rashawn would be the answer on yeah. the bench, but, you know, these things have a way of coming back around. And if they don't make a move to go get a vet, you know, bring, you say, you know, bring a guy in who can come in and help him right away. I wouldn't be surprised to see Rashawn reappear again at some point. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, I mean, maybe I'm biased because I like Rashawn personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think yeah, that I we all like Rashawn, you know, I, I like Rashawn, man. I'd like to see him flourish in this league. But like you said, he just, for whatever reason, he can't get the, the, the minutes. Yeah, you know, it didn't start the season off well. But I, I also say, too, you know, it, was a, it wasn't the most difficult – I mean, the, the easiest situation for Rashawn. You sign a big deal, you're going to be a starter. Sabonis gets dropped in, and that's no knock on Rashawn. But you got a guy who's got – you know, Rashawn wasn't getting 20 rebound games. <laughs> so, you, you know, you're not going to play, you know, and you can't play really, – you really can't use Rashawn as a four next to him. Right. So, I mean, that just kind of leaves him as a backup, and he's got to be able to do things and help him stand out. And I, I, I don't, I, I just think early in the year, there were so many different lineups they were looking at. It was probably hard for anybody to kind of get a flow or a rhythm. Yeah. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, I mean, yeah, I just think there's just so many different ways you can look at this right now. Yeah, Kay looked great, but I also look who he's playing against. It's right. like, yeah, he, you better look great against if you if you can't stand out against you know this depleted bunch. I don't know when you will stand out. But but even then, even with Kato, and that's what I always think about when I think about a backup guy like Kato or Rashawn Holmes. If you're asking them, you know, to start and go up against Anthony Davis or go up against Jokic, yeah, they're gonna get used. But you know, they're going up against other backups. You yeah. know, Kato, like you. You you're going up against not because I, I like the guy, but you're going up against Damon Jones. Like you should be able to hold your own and not get embarrassed going up against a guy like that. Correct against that guy. So yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you, Washington, I don't even know who Washington's backup big is. Nick Richards looked really good the other night, but like they had Nick Richards looking like Will Chamberlain uh, out there. But you know, those are guys that you should be able to hold your own against. 
if you're talking about a backup center for 10 minutes a night for 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 12 minutes a night yeah it shouldn't be oh my god we've fallen apart because we went to you and now all of a sudden they went on a 15 nothing run mm-hmm. yeah I, and you know with Kata, like i said i love to see the way he played um uh t- tonight against the lakers and i like the kid you know i like i'm intrigued by him i was intrigued by what I saw from him in summer league, some of his skill set that I didn't know that he had. And um, he, he kills it in the G league. So um, if this is his, his time to, to get an opportunity to be part of this rotation, I hope he grabs him by the horns and, 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 and takes full advantage of this man. Cause uh, I like the young man, like you mentioned, you drafted him two years. You might as well see what you got with him and see if this is a, a guy that you feel like you can move forward with in some capacity or if you need to find a way to replace him in this upcoming draft. Yeah, I think yeah, now's a good, a good time to get a look at him. It's early enough in the year where you have a little more leeway. You can't be like, okay, you know, the division's on the line tonight or playoff season on the line tonight. We can't risk getting him out there. Now's the time to get a look at him. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got to eventually make a decision on him. So get a you know get a look at him. So I mean I'm all for it. And if you do go back to a vet later on, you know you know what Rashawn is, you know what Lynn is, you know what Meto Metu is. You don't know mm-hmm. what, what 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 you know what Kata is yet. So yeah. Go ahead and figure it out. I mean he brings some things. He brings athleticism at that side that you don't have. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it can't. I mean to me it can't hurt. You know while I am intrigued about what some of the vets could do. You need to figure out something with him. And I think this is an ideal situation. The team is playing well overall. There's not a lot of pressure on him. You know, it won't be a thing if they lose a game that he played in. We'll be all sitting around going, man, those Cater minutes, man. You can't keep doing this. You're going to mess around and lose the division. You're going to end up being in the play-in game because those Cater minutes. I don't think we're in a situation like that at all. No, no, I agree. You know, Jason, I don't care what you say. It's never too early to be looking at the standings. And I've been looking at the standings for months now. All right. And as we speak. Kings are six. And I will say this. I know it's it's like kind of jumbled in the West. And you you understand what I say. Nothing is yeah. close to being settled or anything. But there is a level of separation that is starting to happen a little bit, right? Like, I, I look at the Kings at six. And what I always look at is I'm always looking at the loss column, right? Because you can't make that up. And they're five games clear of Golden State, OKC, and the Lakers in the loss column right now. And by no means is it not, you know, insurmountable or something like that, but you're starting to get a little bit of, you're making a little separation for yourself. You know what I mean? You're making a little, a little separation bit, for I yourself. To, yeah, five games. I mean, there's, I mean okay. it, there's, there's, there's what, seven losses from Denver all the way down to the Lakers who are at, what, at 13. So, I mean, it's, it's still pretty jumbled, I think. I mean, even if you go from, three to ten that's that's three games what's the right now we, we've seen these guys playing golden state without steph i mean they my gosh they were down yeah, they were half. in the first half they, they gave up 91 in the first half but like in okc they got shade they won two games in a row just now against portland but I, i'm i say that to say what's the odds of any of those teams with 18 losses turning up they're not playing that type of basketball right now. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Lakers and the Warriors can get guys back. And does turning it up mean getting to the top four? No. But I think 
you you get in you know we just saw what the Lakers did with a healthy AD and LeBron together. Right, they're gonna be healthy. That's my whole point. Steph ain't walking through that door at least for another two weeks. AD, by then you could be you could be ten back in the loss column. Who knows? I mean, I have no idea. I think I have more faith of the eighteen loss teams. I have more faith in the Lakers and OKC than I do Golden State right now. Mm. Mm. You know, just because I think. I mean, Golden State couldn't win on the road when they were healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're three and sixteen on the road. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's like I said, you know, but then again, conversely, Minnesota could Minnesota or Dallas could easily lose two or three in a row. Very true. And then yeah. all of a sudden they're down. I mean, this is gonna be I can't tell you who definitively is the best team in the West. No. I mean, Denver's first right now, but Denver's lost to the Lakers twice. Memphis is, you know, technically second right now, but Denver just drilled them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, New Orleans is third, but they've got the health questions with Ingram and Zion all the time. I think mm-hmm. Phoenix is missing something this year. I think them not having Jay Crowder is making a difference. Phoenix don't like each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. Or, don't like nobody. <laughs> yeah, I think DeAndre yeah, Ayton like is on that. I'm, I'm, I'm only here so I won't get fined. The Clippers, it all depends on how many games Kawhi and Paul George actually play. And I just wonder that can they ever get a real rhythm going with those guys in and out? You know, Sacramento is the one team that isn't all broken apart right now. Portland, you know, I think they've they been lost to the to OKC. Yeah. Utah, I still kind of feel like they've played above their heads, even though they're only they're, they're only two games above 500. You know, Dallas to me has been disappointing to be 500 at this point. Mm-hmm. In Minnesota, I just think that's a that's a mess all year. I think I just making cat your power forward. I just don't get to this day. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't know, Jason. I'm looking and I like what I'm seeing right now. We'll yeah, you it. gotta like it. At this point, we'll, you know, I can at least say that. Yeah, yeah, you got you. You can like it through thirty games, but you know, you know, let's see where we are in another ten, then another ten. You know, that's all we can do. That's all we can do. All, all, all you can do is play the ones on the schedule and see what happens. I want to know every day, man. We're gonna take one more break. When I come back, man, we're gonna get into Christmas Day games, man, and uh, some of our best memories of Christmas Day games in the NBA. It's Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway, J Street Vibes. We'll be right back. 